Chronicles of the Awakened is an ongoing story-based podcast as a work of fiction. It is created and narrated by J.A. Larock. You can find this podcast on Himalaya, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are found. Chapter 49 Less Than Nothing The impossible stood before Chase, a living human being infused with life energy that could exist within the negative mirror. This revelation only furthered suspicion that her allies have been withholding information from her. Chase splits her vision between the cabin and the man slowly moving towards her. The blast of energy he fired was massive, many times stronger than the one fired from Lucia. Unable to sense any clear energy signatures, Chase is unaware if Vincent still lives. Who are you? Chase asks. The man does not respond. It is only then that Chase realizes that his attention is solely fixated on the cabin. He does not see her as a threat, or is there something else much more important that is drawing his attention? Chase does not know, but she can sense that the normal buildup of life energy before a battle is not found within this man. As the man floats past her, Chase forms her sword and holds it out towards him, just inches from his neck. I asked you a question, Chase says. Who are... With a wave of his hand, the man shatters Chase's blade. In that brief moment, Chase interacted with his life energy. She could feel the massive amount of power within him, but nothing else beyond a name. Richter. While the name itself was not familiar, the energy signature was... When Jonathan and Lola were tasked to locate the missing angelic Xavier, there was a moment when they detected an incredibly powerful red life energy signature. It only appeared for a second, and they were never able to lock onto it. It was believed that the signature belonged to Xavier, but that was never confirmed. Richter continues moving slowly towards the cabin, giving no other thought to Chase's action. With his back now to Chase, her anger grows as it is clear that he has no intention of acknowledging her. Chase grabs her left wrist with her right hand and points her palm at Richter. She fires a massive blast of white energy directly at him. It is only then that she notices twin butterfly swords that appear to be hovering just behind Richter's back in a cross formation. One of the swords moves on its own, deflecting the blast then returning to its place. Chase's attack being ineffective increases the rage within. Her mind is flooded with thoughts of Lucia and how she looked at Chase like a child when they first met. The anger she felt after recovering from her defeat, knowing Lucia was right to see her as nothing. Now, she faces someone who sees her as less than nothing. Chase refuses to believe that history is doomed to repeat. Chase increases her speed, charging towards the back of Richter. She forms her sword just before reaching him and swings for his head. Richter tilts his head slightly at the last possible moment, allowing the sword to glide harmlessly by. Chase plants her feet and quickly switches hands, forcing additional energy into her sword as she plunges it towards the base of Richter's neck. Chase stumbles forward as her sword completely misses him. 
She was sure that he was in her sights. The tip of the sword was less than an inch away from him. He had moved faster than she could even see or sense. Chase expected Victor would either move to avoid her attack or activate one of his swords to deflect it. She hoped to better learn the way he dodged and controlled his swords, but his increased speed was untraceable. Chase forces herself upright and watches as Victor comes to a stop just a few feet from the cabin's entrance. Still unable to sense anything from Vincent, fear washes over her as she wonders if Victor halted his advance because even he could no longer sense that Vincent was alive. I won't let this happen, Chase whispers out loud. Chase looks down at her sword hand. It is shaking. It is not just about Richter's power, but her being there after asking to be returned to the campus. And if what she learned from Lisette has anything to do with her being sent to face a powerful demonic who had already killed other angelics, how would they have learned what she learned? Perhaps the communicator. Was she sent here to die? Was Vincent? Chase's eyes blaze crimson red as she steadies her hand. In a flash of light, Chase disappears and reappears several feet in front of Richter. She fires a powerful blast of red energy, then quickly disappears. As the red energy reaches Richter, one of his swords flies from behind his back, deflecting the blast. Chase appears directly in front of Richter, as the blast hits with her sword raised to his eye level. You see me now? Chase says as her sword explodes in a massive blast of white and red energy. Knocked away by the blast, Chase lands just in front of the cabin door. Only then is she able to sense the life energy inside. It is faint, but there was no mistaking that it was Vincent's. Chase looks over to Richter, who is slightly bent over. His right hand on his thigh, she knows that she hurt him, but not nearly enough. Chase rises to her feet and quickly reforms her sword. Now, you're going to answer, Richter's hand begins to crush Chase's neck. She saw no movement, no flash of light. There was no being ever on record with the speed that Richter displayed. Chase could not help but gasp and struggle against the force of his grip, knowing fully well it was impossible for her to be choked. Chase's words of warning, she had told Vincent, about the power of demonic being so great that it could cause you to feel pain and their negative effects as if he had a body of flesh and bone flashed in her mind. Even Lucia never had the power to do that, but now she was struggling to free herself from Richter, who with one hand had her on the brink of defeat. Chase wraps her hand around Richter's wrists and stares into his eyes. Even after landing an attack on him, his focus is still on the cabin, his eyes not even meeting Chase's as he strangles the life from her, causes her rage to reach a boiling point. Both Mia and Naveen constantly preach control over one's life energy, because to allow the crimson red energy of rage to take over could cause her to lose herself forever. All the warning, the cautionary tale of Xavier, was it really for Chase's benefit? Or was it to keep her controlled, just weak enough to never be a threat? Chase had never witnessed an angelic give in to their red life energy, and yet she was warned as if it was a given. 
What if Xavier's story was fabricated to hide the truth? Chase's thoughts cloud as anger, distrust, and paranoia slowly takes over. Images of her past begin to choke her mind as Richter continues to choke her body. She can no longer see him. Replaced with the image of a bloodstained kitchen, Chase begins to gasp as an aura of red energy surrounds her body. I am not. Chase begins as her eyes blaze a deep crimson red. A victim. Chase pulls Richter's hand from her throat and uses his arms to swing forward, planting her feet into his chest. She fires twin massive blasts of energy from her feet, staggering Richter. As he stumbles backwards, Chase propels herself into a backflip and fires twin blasts of energy from her hands at Richter. Richter plants his feet and steadies himself as his twin blades fly out from behind him on each side of his body, just in time to deflect the blasts. In a flash of light, Chase disappears and reappears behind Richter. With the last of her control, she forms her blade and plunges it into Richter's back. As Chase's sword touches the aura of red energy surrounding Richter, it destabilizes, turning back into pure energy. Chase staggers forward, off balance, as the energy surrounding her body is absorbed into Richter's aura. Richter spins around, grabbing Chase by her neck. This time, his eyes are focused on her as he lifts her into the air and drives her body into the ground. The earth below Chase cracks and crumbles as her body smashes into it. Richter releases his grip on Chase and stands over her. It is not like her original battle with Lucia. It is much worse. Chase knew between her fight earlier with Lucia, then her battle with Lisette, and the impact from her fall, that she was nowhere near ready for a fight. Chase was never going to back down or run away. But is that exactly what they wanted? Richter lifts his leg and drives his foot into Chase's stomach, driving her deeper into the ground. Chase does not make a sound as Richter continues to stomp her into the ground. Her thoughts are no longer on defeating Richter or saving Vincent, but on the probable betrayal of her friends, people she considered her new family. Cracks begin to form across Chase's body as Richter's assault continues. There is no doubt he acknowledges Chase, but even so his attention is still split between her and the cabin. His energy levels and output have not changed since the beginning. He has barely needed to use any of his life energy against her. When Chase decided to embrace her red life energy, she knew it was possible that even with all the power she could gain, it may not have been enough to defeat Lucia. She would need to catch her off guard, allow her ego to give Chase an opening. Killing Lucia would not win the war, but it would end the battle within Chase that had gone on for far too long. As Chase feels the last of her life energy fade from her body, she curses herself for failing in her mission. She would die, and all her reasons for becoming angelic would die with her. Richter holds out his hand and grabs hold of one of his swords that he summoned to him. He rears back and plunges it down towards Chase. Chase closes her eyes, silencing her thoughts with a final hope that her second death would finally bring her peace. A massive blast of red energy fires out from inside the cabin. Richter quickly turns his body towards the blast, summoning his second sword to him and blocking it at the very last second. 
Richter digs his heels into the ground as the force of the blast pushes him several feet away from Chase. Vincent steps out from inside the cabin. An aura of white energy surrounds his body, except for his hands and eyes, which glow a deep crimson red. Get away from her, Vincent says angrily, his voice deeper, without a hint of hesitation or fear. Richter stands from one knee and releases his grip on his swords. They fly behind him, returning to their original position. Good. Victor says as a smirk forms on his face. It's about time. Next time. Chapter 50.